Well, yesterday marked World Menopause Day. And you know what? We're going to talk about menopause this afternoon. And before you cringe a little bit, before you reach for the dial, just hold on a second. I just want to say that I believe that it's a really important topic, obviously for women, but also for the partner in your life. And here's why. A new national report released uh, earlier this month, October 6th, by the Menopause Foundation of Canada found that, get this, nearly 50% of women feel unprepared for menopause and more than half were unaware of the common menopausal symptoms. So not knowing or understanding the symptoms or being aware of when things can start happening can cause real confusion to the person going through it. And, I, and I'm going to just say that I, I speak from personal experience, <laughs> okay? And it can also lead to some real challenges in a relationship. When one person is you know, confused about what's going on with their body, things aren't uh, quite the same, well, you know what? It can be a real challenge to the person that you have a relationship with. Dr. Shafina Premji is a member of the Menopause Foundation of Canada's Medical Board and, a medical, and the medical director and owner of Mahogany Medical Clinic in Calgary. Dr. Premji, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I, uh, I think that, uh, as I mentioned, I think this is a really important conversation and an important conversation not just for women but for men as, as well. I, I really do believe that. I think one of the misconceptions, doctor, when it comes to, to menopause is that it doesn't happen until much, much, much later in life. But but that's not true. Um, you know, that timeline, I think, may come a lot earlier than what a lot of folks expected and a lot of women might expect. When we're talking about menopause and ages and then perimenopause, what does that look like? So in general, um, the natural age of menopause for most women is around age 51. But symptoms of menopause can be begin as early as 40 years old and currently in Canada we have around 10 million women who are under or sorry over the age of 40 which basically equates to 25% of the Canadian population and these women are suffering in silence they don't even recognize or know that many of their symptoms that they're experiencing are even related to the menopause and in fact there are over 30 different associated symptoms um, and even if they were to be aware of what some of these symptoms may be, these women don't know where to go for evidence-based information. They don't know who to ask for support. They don't even realize that there are actually safe, effective treatments available. Hmm. Um, Dr. Premji, when we talk about, um, well, let's break this down a little bit. First off, what is, what is perimenopause? So perimenopause are the years that lead up to the final menstrual period. So the final menstrual period is your very last spontaneous period. And then the, the, the year after that is still part of perimenopause. And you become officially in menopause when it's been one year from your last menstrual period. And so, go ahead. Yeah, so going into to per, perimenopause, what kind of symptoms are we talking about? 
So women can experience um, mood fluctuations. They can start noticing some weight gain. They start having symptoms of insomnia. Um, they may even notice some menstrual cycle changes. So their periods may become um, heavier or more irregular or shorter. Um, they may also notice um, some changes in their sexual function. They may have um, decrease in, in sexual desire. Um, so the the list of topic the list of uh, symptoms are plentiful. And of course, most women when they think about menopause, the most commonly known symptom is the hot flush and the night sweat. Um, but there are so many other symptoms which are also correlated. So this this study that that was done uh, or the report that was done by the Menopause Foundation of of Canada, um, why why is it that so many women then are, are unaware of the, the common menopausal symptoms. Is it, we're not talking about it, we're not talking about it with our, with our moms or other women in our life, why is that? I think the main reason is that, um, you know, we just assume that if I'm going through menopause, I just have it and I need to deal with it. Mm. Um, women are not bringing up the conversation with their family, their friends, or even more importantly, their family doctor. And sometimes I think women also worry that if they do talk about it, that they may be appearing to be weak and so they just don't bring it up and you know many women will come to their family doctors and the survey even showed that those who turned to their family doctors for help 75 percent of them reported that they felt the advice was unhelpful or only somewhat helpful and another 40 percent reported that their symptoms were just actually just under treated hmm. wow 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 so when is the best time, would you say, to, to start having a conversation with your doctor or whomever you're going to turn to to help you guide you through this? I think this is the, a great question to ask. Um, you know, at age 40, as a family physician, I start seeing women who are coming in with menstrual cycle changes, weight changes, and they may not necessarily realize that this is part of the perimenopause. So I think the onus is on us as family doctors to actually open up the ability for them to ask the questions and to provide for them a safe place to start the conversation to normalize their symptoms. And, you know, in, in, for myself as a family doctor who practices menopause, this is an amazing time because there is so much new research out. We have so many more Health Canada approved therapies which are available and our toolbox of treatments have widened and expanded in the last few years. Yeah, there's there's a number of different options now for, for women out there to, to deal with the symptoms of perimenopause and, and menopause and that is really, really uh, great news. Um, Dr. Premji, I'm, I'm going to throw this one at you and, and, and see if you have an answer for it because as I've touched on, I, I think it can have a real challenge when you're going through some of these symptoms symptoms like you're having the hot flashes maybe you're a little moody your sex drive has you know maybe you know gone down or tanked or whatever it is and and you have a partner and you're trying to maybe you don't know what's going on your partner doesn't understand what's going on how how do you suggest couples work through this together so interestingly i actually had you know because of covid over the last two to three years, patients were not allowed to have their partners accompany them huh. because appointments had to be either virtual or just not with any other support people in the clinic just to minimize the risk of exposure. But in the last two months, ironically, without even me asking, some patients have actually brought their husbands into the appointments, which I thought was absolutely amazing and something that I never actually even thought of offering or suggesting. But I think if they are at the appointment, 
that conversation becomes much more useful and supportive and empowering for the woman because she knows that she's not only going through this alone um, with her own body, but her partner is fully aware of what's going on and he can then be there to support her through all of these changes and maybe even ask questions that she may not have necessarily thought about or even considered. Yeah, that's a great idea is having your partner in there in there with you. Um, Dr. Shafina Premji joining me this afternoon, uh, a member of the Menopause Foundation of, of Canada's Medical Board, medical director and owner of Mahogany Medical Clinic in, in Calgary. Dr. Premji, um, the foundation itself can you give us a little bit of an idea of why it was was started? Was it just to give that information and, and, and empower women and, and share the knowledge of, of, of what we need to know about menopause and perimenopause? Yeah, so Trish Barbado and Janet Coe, they are the two co-founders of the foundation, and they created this foundation only this year in 2022. And I think the 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 own, the, the uh, what was the precipitating factor for them was I think the personal challenge that they went through themselves going through menopause, and they wanted to come together to really become the voice for women in menopause, to open the conversation and really to advocate for concrete changes within the menopause world to allow women to um, access and improve their health and access better treatment. So I think really it was about their personal experience and saying we need to put attention to this. There is a missing gap here. Mm, well, I, I'm uh, I'm happy to hear that uh, we're talking about it more. We're talking about it in different places more, uh, and it's becoming... Um I don't know, maybe less taboo. I don't know why it was in the first place, but it's it's becoming a conversation that's being had, and I think that is uh, that is really, really, really uh, good news. Lots more information at the Menopause Foundation of uh, of Canada, and Dr. Premji, you would su- you would suggest start maybe with your family doctor, go from there if you're wondering what's going on and 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 you're having some changes in your life. Yes, exactly. And, you know, um, as a family doctor and even talking to my colleagues, lots of um, residents and new grads are not getting the training they need. So I think we as family doctors need to really take the time to educate ourselves. But one thing that the foundation has done is they actually have a link on their website to be able to find a a menopause specialist in your area. So if you're looking for somebody who has the, the skills, the tools, the knowledge of what to do, if your family doctor doesn't know where to refer mm-hmm. you or they don't know where to get the help, this is a good starting point to be able to find somebody. Um, and I think that would be a great starting point for patients if they're looking for help. Great information. Doctor, thank you for the conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you very it. much. Yeah, take care. Dr. Shafina, you as well. Yeah, Dr. Shafina Premji joining us this afternoon yesterday, World Menopause Day. Uh, she's a member of the Menopause Foundation of Canada. Also, um, oh, she's a family doctor, and she's been dealing with this. She 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 does you know focus on on menopause. Yeah, I know you're probably tuning in and going, why you and I? Why are you talking about menopause? Well, because it's important to talk about it because it just doesn't affect uh, the person going through it. That's what I've learned. That's what I've learned. And and I think the more that we talk about it and have a better understanding, the better it is for everyone who has uh, who who is in the orbit of the the woman in perimenopause or menopause.